can have it up. It doesn't make any difference. So you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, word. I I I need mine. There. Oh man, that's immaculate. <laughs> One day I'll be as. Oh no, but you know what? It does this for me. Yeah, it just. It's That's all, not going to work. Uh, one of these days, I'll show you the whole kit and caboodle and all be good. Okay, well, actually, let me stop being silly about this. Okay. Well, then I won't move, but that's going to be hard. Oh, it's okay. It's, I mean, eh, it's okay. It's the little squares anyway. Slightly right, yeah, bigger yeah. if it's just two people. So, all right, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's all that. Oh, what the fuck was happening? Oh, my God. What the oh, hell? so you know what's fucking hilarious? What is hilarious? Five, yeah. four, three, two, and one. One. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. Let me make sure the resolution is set up straight in my recording since I just thought to do that. My name's David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter and Mastodon and Tribal Social. And post. Oh, yes. I am also on post yeah. as the original, the, the original moniker, Metal Dave. I got it. Got it. Yeah. I'm not Metal Dave. One, two, zero, one, zero, two, nothing. On post, oh, yeah. I am Metal Dave. It's I interesting. I all that shit right away so that I could get my name. Oh, yeah. No, it's, um, I finally got accepted. It's kind of funny because I checked my waiting list time at one point and it said, yeah. you are first in line. I was like, wow. It's kind of funny. But, um, post, for those that are uh, not, um, not in on the, uh, social media digs is a is an alternative social media that's sort of kind of like twitter but it kind of feels like you're kind of running a blog that everyone can see yeah it's there's one thing that i can't get and that is i'm following a bunch of my favorites like a bunch of my favorites are already over there yeah and my favorite favorites are obviously you and beth obviously. and so the three of us are over there everybody yes we are uh, three of uh, all of us and some have Twitter people are there as well. Uh, Brian yeah, Wild is posting articles there, yeah, uh, which is really nice. Um, also, oh, who's that? Blaine Potvin. Oh are yeah, Blaine? Blaine's over there too. Yeah, you know those guys. And oh, my friend what's Barb his name? is also Pat. over there. Who? Pat's up. Pat's over there. Oh yeah, Pat's over Pat. there too. Yeah. All those folks whose names uh, we could get their usernames, but uh, don't have it. No. Oh, if you I'm... don't know Pat, I'm sorry. That's your problem. Yeah. I just realized. I you should correct. I missed that announcement. Oh, okay. Which one? Oh, the one about David Savard, because I was wondering about him. What? Oh, this is like from last week, though. He's on, he's on like injured reserve injured. So that's too bad. Yeah. Kind of weird how um, he sucks. hasn't been playing and the Habs been doing worse. Because he blocks all the fucking shots. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's paying for it too. But it's <laughs> it, it. That's kind of the theme of the games in this past week, because they were atrocities to hockey. They looked. I couldn't. I couldn't. Terrible. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They I, were... thought I, I thought they had the flu. I thought they all had the flu. You know what's how sometimes the whole team oh has the flu? That's what I thought. They were they were just bad, awful. Oh. I um the first tilt I was, was disgusted. A, yeah, yeah. The first tilt of the week. I mean, there was uh, the Calgary game on Monday. Then it was Wednesday against the Senators, and we all know how vapid the Habs Senators rivalry is, rivaling that of the greatest rivalry in sports between the Habs and the Bruins. Apparently, to some people, no. Freaking, maybe, oh no no, no 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 no. That does not happen. Like it's, I don't even think we about you. In the playoffs. Yeah. When we, you know, we have. I mean, Much it was more like, than we've ever met with the Leafs, but when we meet the Leafs, we beat them. Well, when the, the last time that the Habs met the Senators, the worst enemy that the Habs had during that that series was themselves. Andrew Markov scored on Carey Price twice in that series. Oh, I think. Yo, oh my God! That Remember was those those deflections? Day. Oh God! Was that the Hamburger run for the Sens? It might have been. Because I believe that was the the conference final uh, run for the Habs that eventually led to the first phase of Carey Price's downfall. Ugh, what a fucking... Ugh. Yeah, like somewhere around 08. We weren't even a podcast then. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody knew what a podcast was. Yeah, seriously, at least not in sports. Oh, yeah, and that's nobody, such... Like, it, that's having hard. a podcast also in those nascent days must have been so laborious. For me, it's so easy. I just come here and like talk. <laughs> really? One of these days, you're going to come to my apartment and see I have a room dedicated to this. Dave does all the work. <laughs> because I can't. I, I have. I have the equipment. That's what it is. Yeah. I have all the stuff and, and the brains. Uh, the know-how. I wouldn't call it brains. I would call it know-how. <laughs> I fall. I fall back on. I don't know how to. I don't. I, I don't know. It's okay. No big Nobody deal. Else. But yes, the the game the games were, were just awful. I mean, we're talking about uh the tilt painful. again against uh the Senators. Well, Ottawa was painful because of the fucking refs. Oh. Montreal did not lose that game themselves. It was man, and you know, you could you could talk about the refs for each of the games too because it's just game after game. Even you oh. you see some of the stuff that's coming that's happening to other teams. It's like what's going on with the officiating. I don't care. I don't give a shit about the other teams. But, 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 I mean, one of the one of the I know, but I mean, I, I saw today that one of the refs literally shoved one of the Maple Leafs um off the ice okay. for something. And I'm like, I don't know if they're supposed to do that. But I'm like, yeah. eh, it's a leaf, I don't care. Right. But if that was a hab, like imagine a ref shoving Josh Anderson off the ice or 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 even better, Arbor yeah. Jack guy. He's like, you're out of here, and he's shoving him down the hallway. Amber. Amber, that's what the Arizona commentators were calling him Amber. They were calling him Amber? Called him oh. Amber, and I was like, Amber? Did I hear that? And then people were like, uh, why does he keep saying Amber? And I'm like, okay, I didn't hear that wrong. They were actually pretty good. I actually kind of liked those guys. They were pretty, they were pretty nah, kind of. The Arizona guys were cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually don't think I listened to that um that commentary. But that was another game too that happened. A very weird oh, yeah. game with a mullet, ahead. um, with the mullet stadium, I guess you'll call it. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to that. Uh Habs, Senators. Seems like a cool rank. Seems like it'll be a lot of fun. I it's it's um it's an embarrassment of epic proportions. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to I'd go if I lived in Arizona. I'd go every weekend. No other way to skin that cat. That's um, like fifteen bucks or whatever. So have senators again. Yeah, game rife with power plays. The senators had seven power plays, and it's 
it, it started getting into the conversations um, even before this week that the Habs got to stay out of the box. And they just keep going into the box, apparently, you know? So, mm-hmm. well, they don't have whatever for, for whatever reason, Sean Monahan's injured and the team falls up. Oh, yeah. But it's it's more than just Monahan, though, because the thing with Monahan is that he was like a nice pivoting anchor where you could put him at any center line and be fine. It frees up Doc yeah. to play with the top line. We don't have to do the shuffling with him and Anderson. Um, yeah. uh, Jonathan Drouin is back in the lineup for all I'm that's worth. I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it, too. Oh, but at the same time, I'm also I like, it's like, man, Drouin, this is like, this is this is your year. You, you, yeah. Baby, you, 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 you got to do something. You got to give us something, man. Jesus. I have not been unhappy with his play. A few people gave him shit for um, not keeping it in the zone at the very end of the... Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, they have him at the... They have him at the top of the umbrella. They have him at the top of the umbrella for some of the power plays and some of the extra man action. And he's not there. But, like, another thing, too, was... If not Drouin coming back into the lineup, David Savard's not in the lineup. And a lot of people hate on David Savard. I do nope, not. I don't care. They're no, silly. No, no. We we need him. We need him. We need Edmondson. And we need Mike Matheson. And I've been on the Savard, Edmondson, Matheson train since the, the season started. Unfortunately, I'm getting off of the Matheson tra- uh, train for I myself. I noticed that. Because he's just, he doesn't get it yet. And it's like, man, you are a veteran hockey player and you're worse than jeff petrie <gasps> that's a cardinal is that possible i mean i watch him and i'm like i don't know what he's doing and that's a coachable thing though it's like the system and blah 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 and he wasn't here for the first half of the you know first yeah. d- 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 few games but man he looks remember how long it took ben Sherat? oh yeah took- you know that and that is a good point however who was ben Sherat playing with i don't even know fucking Shay weber Oh, okay. No, you mean you mean back then? Yeah, with well, Weber. I mean that was like the mo- that was like his main dude back then. You know, yeah, his main partner. So, oh my god, they caused so much pain in those playoffs. Oh, they were so good. Oh, so my great. God. It's and it, it, I think we're finally seeing what everyone was expecting the Habs to be. Beginning couple months, Habs form above expectations, especially the rookie defenseman. Amazingly. Take out Savar, take out Matheson, Edmondson, you know, you throw him in every once in a while with whomever uh, you can put him with. And it's just, it, it's, it's definitely not enough now because now it's, I think it's getting to the point where teams, number one, the Habs are apparently, the Habs apparently have like the second, like most strenuous schedule in the entire league next to <laughs> the Florida Panthers in regards to. Uh, teams that are playoff hopefuls and all that nonsense. Like the first three months yeah. for the Habs have been, you know, bottom 15, well, bottom 16 teams, I guess you'd say now. Whereas now we're going to be going up against like the upper echelon of uh, of talent. Bring it on. Bring oh, yeah. On. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. Although I do not. I do not want to see a repeat of that effort. I, I did not blame them for the Ottawa loss because they had that bullshit hooking call in the, in the, the final two minutes. Mm. 
when they were down by one goal. And it was a bullshit call oh. that even the commentators disagreed with. Awful, awful, awful call. Like when the a... commentators kind of go, oh, Craig what? Button. Then you know it's bad. Craig Button was about mm -hmm. to throw. I don't know if he was commentating that game. He was commentating one of them. And I was like, Craig Button's about to fucking leave the press booth, go down <laughs> the to the ice, and have like a conversation with one of the officials about something. I don't yeah. know. I, I, a lot of people don't like Craig Button. I think he is I a gift to mankind, <laughs> especially when it comes to color commentary, because he doesn't oh, give no. shit. He will <laughs> call out everybody, and he loves Caden Gooley. Would not stop talking about him. Caden Gooley. <laughs> You never thought that he'd just come into the NHL and look so good. Look at the poise. Look at the muscularity of the... He just, he just keeps going on with yeah, the kids. he's size. Oh, oh. So I was just telling Dave before we recorded that oh. I was on this podcast last week. And one of the questions oh, that yes. I got was, um, who's your favorite rookie? And I was like, before they even finished, I was like, Arbojaga. Bam. Arbojaga. Bam. And they're like, why? And I'm just like, you know, obviously his story and... Mm -hmm. And he's got chutzpah and like, just like immediately became a fan favorite. And it's not just because of the fighting, but that's the kind of thing that we love to see people standing up for our players. And, and that's more thing, important than the fighting itself. Yes. The first thing that Arba Jack I did was avenge fucking uh, Zach Cassian. And he got justice for Sam Montambo. And he'd been planning it for fucking eight months with uh, Pizzetta. But, but anyway, so I was going on and on about Arbor. And then the guys are like, yeah, it, it, you know, you don't even mention Peyton Gooley. And I'm like, oh, is he a rookie? Like, oh, for yeah. For some reason, I did not know that this was. And that's how good he is. And when I was thinking rookies, Peyton Gooley didn't occur to me. Oh, yeah. And that's, that is a gift. Because he's a, a veteran. There was a lot of great kids with the Habs right now. And. Yeah. You know, as I mentioned, the performances so far have been exemplary. Um, but finally, the unsustainable crew may be winning. That always say, oh, yeah, mm. Nick, Nick's, Nick's, uh, Nick Suzuki's uh, stats are unsustainable. Cole Caulfield's stats are unsustainable, etc. You know, the, the Habs winning is unsustainable. And all that bullshit. Oh, the unsustainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all that, all those oh, guys. Speaking of Craig, Craig Button, the only yeah. time I ever got mad at Craig Button was when he said that the Habs wouldn't even be able to win a single playoff game that year that ah. they went to the Stanley Cup final. I got mad at him because I knew he was wrong. He wasn't alone. Man. He was his, 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 his authority. Every series of that run, people were like, Habs aren't going to make it. Like, nobody had the Habs. I mean, I think, like, one person had the Habs against the Leafs. I, actually, I don't remember. Come to think of it. I think one person had the Habs against, I, like, Vegas. I got scared when it was 3-1. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I was thinking, oh, this is it. And then we had our really great episode that week. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, how could we, like, how could I, how could I live with myself? How it, could oh, I, yeah. I was, I like, was already planning on what I'm going to have to move to like Reykjavik yes. and like start a new yeah. life. Like I, yeah. I, I, I've never heard of hockey, the hobby hour. That's uh, yeah. so stupid. Not me. Go completely off social media and into hiding <laughs> because that is the burn that will perdure through eternity. Oh yes. That is, that is the eternal light of the Habs. Yeah. Now yeah. it was three, one. It was three, it. one. That's the answer to everything. Now, 
Unfortunately, it was 3 nothing at the end of the second period for the Habs and against Senators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I watched this game with my buddy Chris. Um, with my buddy Chris. Oh. I played hockey with him. So oh, he, did you? He awesome. came over. We had noodles for dinner. He came over and we watched the game. And he's like, Shane yeah. Pinto. Ar-, he says, Shane Pinto, arguably the best-looking Senator. It's like, well, that's true. Oh, I'm going to pay it, attention it, next time. That is a, that is a handsome-looking look fella. Um, so yeah, Shane Pinto with, um, oh yeah, freaking Debrinkit this game was just eaten up the Habs, uh, assisted mm. on all three goals. Uh, so yeah, Shane Pinto, Drake Batherson on a power play and Brady freaking Kachuk on a power play. Three, nothing going into the third. Shock. But then it was Kirby Doc at the 12, wait, am I stupid? At the eight minute mark of the third. Uh, Evans and Slavkovsky with uh, apples, and then Christian Dvorak making himself known at the 13 minute mark with Suzuki and Dadinov, who's actually starting to come alive. But as you said, the comeback was not meant to be. Um, and also, quite frankly, I mean, they really didn't even show up until the middle of the third, and then it's kind of late. That, and that's been the theme of uh, the past week. But yeah, they the Habs have looked awful awful this week so painfully painfully oh just just, terrible and i was disgusted and what what really broke the habs was this game against the ducks though the (gasps) ducks are the ducks are a bad team apparently they're really hot right now they are a bad team i mean you could say that but like uh, i don't know uh I'd have to look up what their recent run is. They're, like, apparently, they were on the upswing. That's what Max was telling me because they lost. I think they lost to Anaheim. Uh, the the Canucks lost to Anaheim as well. Well, that's the Canucks. And I don't really, <laughs> I don't really research what's going on. I'm just gonna watch it, like because I'm not like watching the standings. Yeah. Because I don't have any grand illusions mm-hmm. about playoffs, so mm-hmm. I haven't really been paying attention. Mm-hmm. I look every now and then. Like if we might be around middle of the pack, that's always. Here's fun. the thing about Anaheim. I don't understand what your genetic offspring was saying <laughs> before they Apparently played the Habs. Here's the score for each game that they played against uh, before the Habs. Uh, two games before that, I'm sorry. Let, let let's go. Okay, sorry. It was six to one against the Sharks. Sharks won. Yeah. Ottawa. Three oh, nothing. They were shut out. Yeah. Toronto seven nothing. Did we they get were shut, shut out. out against Ottawa? I've already blocked. They were that shut out. out two games in a row and then demolished the Habs. Oh, Killed they were them. shut out. Yes. Okay, I thought it was we got shut out. The, hey, the, forget what I said. The the Ducks were going into this a a, a beleaguered and d- just awful team and then they yeah. beat uh edmonton this past weekend actually too four to three they beat mcdavid and five yeah you always saw yes <sighs> whatever <laughs> Either now way. that i've been watching more western hockey i gotta say the coverage out here max is totally right the coverage out here about mcdavid possibly could be more nauseating than the coverage out east for the other guy there Matthews. On- yeah mm-hmm. so Possibly more nauseating. So here's what happened. Um, at the end of the first period, devastation happens. Um, Ducks get a power play goal at 17-28 uh, by Troy Terry. Then John Klingberg scores 18 seconds later. Makes it 
two nothing. Oh yeah, fuck. To go into the second period. However, second period, nothing happens. Then the third period, everything happens. Power play goal by Cole Caulfield. A power play goal, which is another thing that, man, I think the yeah. I think right now it's like one in twenty seven is the recent stretch of the power play, and that was the one I think perhaps. Um, and then three minutes later, Cole Caulfield again. Yes, that's right. Scores two at home, ties it up two two. Hey, the Habs have a chance against the Ducks, and then it just went completely to shit apparently oh i think they got two empty netters at the end there but uh klingberg uh makes it three to two and then in the last two minutes adam henrique and frank vetrano makes it five two and the habs fall in awful fashion to the ducks that was a bad game that was a really bad game that was a bad 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 and here well i think that i was doubly disappointed because after the way they lost to Ottawa, I thought, Oh, they're not going to, you know, and, and because they showed up late to the Ottawa game too. I it's thought been, they're not going to do that two games in a row. And they fucking did that two games in a row. It's a, um, one of the things with it that we're, we've been used to is that they do have comeback games. Yeah. Um, and that definitely did not happen this past week. Mm-mm. Um. Actually, there's something else I want to check with that schedule that I forgot to. Um. At one point, Matheson was back in the lineup, but then he got injured and then he was taken out again. Like, uh, yeah, the set the Sanders game, Matheson was out along with Pitlick and Savar, and yeah, and see, well, oh, the other thing about oh, that's right, the other thing about that that Senators game was that. That team that they iced was not good. They were like Tyler Mott was out, for instance. Yeah. Um, well, as a scratch. But you know who else didn't play was their, you know, German phenom second overall pick. He wasn't at the game. Stutzla. Stutzla didn't even play. It's like, oh man, how how stacked do you need this to be? Oh, and also it was Cam Talbot in freaking nets. Oh, Oh. Mm. It was not good. It was not good. Anyways, so I'm done talking about it. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Um, bye. Anaheim. On the other thing here, let's see. Oh, Matheson was out again there. I'm, I'm trying to remember yeah, when Matheson, like, Matheson no, played a game and then he was yeah. out. I don't remember. I think he played on Saturday, Matheson. Against the Bolts? Yeah. Because that wasn't a good game either. But then again, it is the Bulls. Well, oh, yeah, I turned that shit off. So but I can't really talk about that. <laughs> yep, Matheson was there. He played 22-30, but now he's, I think now they say he's out indefinitely. Oh, wow. Lower body injury, out yes, indefinitely. That's right. Yeah, indefinitely. Yeah, so there's uh, there's, so there's that. Um, this game, why didn't I watch this game? I think something was going on that. Yep, that was Anaheim? A, no, 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 for uh, the Bolts. Because that was a five-one loss, as one. And does. that was, and that was, that was an astonishingly poor performance, in my opinion. Mm. Like just super, like at least try. Oh yeah. And I don't care if you lose. It was, but it just was. It was just such a mess. Uh huh. Such a mess. 
I'm trying to remember what the hell I was doing that night. Saturday Actually, night. no. I think they started out well against Tampa. I might be lying. Well, they started out well against Tampa, and then it went to shit. Uh, Brandon Hagel gets the first goal at the three-minute mark. First period, followed by Nicholas Paul at 12 minutes. Well, 11 minutes and a half. 2 nothing going to the second period. Anthony yeah. Sorelli and Brendan Hagel again. 4 nothing. both on the power play, those two. That's the thing. Special teams is failing left and right for the Habs. Can't score a goal on the power play. Can't stop a goal on the penalty kill. Awful. Why did I? Oh, that's right. This past Saturday, that's right. I was at I was at my my rejects holiday skate in the in the morning and afternoon. Uh, did that? Got home, napped, watched a bit of the game. That's way better than watching the Tampa game. Oh yeah, well I, I did watch a bit of the game, and I was like, I'm going to get some noodles instead. So that's what I did. Yes. Suzuki makes it four one. Uh, for Montreal, scores 16 seconds into the third period. Then freaking Nikita Kucherov, asshole, scores, That's makes bastard. it 5 1 bolts. And the Habs lose. We, we're doing a pretty good job of bringing back son of a bitch, I think. That's son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, don't you know, the game against Arizona, which was a little better than some of the performances last week. But, I mean, same time, it's like you're against Arizona. And um, yeah, uh, Cole Caulfield, uh, first minute of the second period, pots it. Good for him. Thank God. Uh, however, Nick Schmaltz uh, replies not even a minute later. Makes it a tie game. Then Christian Dvorak at the 430 mark, 2-1. And then, of mm-hmm. course, it becomes a, then it's Matthias McKelly or Machelli. I don't know. Uh, makes it 2-2, and that's all in the second period. Uh, third period, nothing happens. Go to OT, and then, God damn it. I think it's McKelly. What's that? I think it's McKelly. It's McKelly? Okay. Yeah, because if it's a CH sound, it's just a C mm. or two Cs. Mm. My boyfriend's Italian. Okay. He's got two Cs in his gotcha. last name. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like macaroni. Yeah. No. No, not, not like all like macaroni. macaroni. No, nothing at all. Like fettuccine. Two C's. Matt Kelly would be the CH is like a K sound. That typing sound is me Googling macaroni. <laughs> macaroni has one C. It's not one C. Macaroni. <laughs> okay. Gonna put that away. Mm. Oh, um, it would be McKelly. So be. Mike Hoffman 100% reads Twitter every day. <laughs> likes the insults too he, it's fucking funny he absolutely reads twitter because oh, yeah. as much as people hate him man does he get some clutch goals every once in a while especially here uh hoffman from uh doc and edmondson um were the second uh squad i guess you could see say for the three on three um shit, i forgot it was probably uh, suzuki caulfield and I forget who else was Jack. out there with them at the time. Oh, Ghoulie for the overtime? Oh, what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, e- easily. Oh, yeah, easily Ghoulie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because that kid can skate like the wind. Man, um, oh, you know who can skate like the wind? Oh, that's right. Very special shout-out for this game with um our very own... Richard. Anthony Richard. Called up from the Laval Rocket... 
I didn't realize that he was the AHL's leading goal scorer. Well, he's not afraid to go to the fucking net, I'll tell no. you that. And he's not afraid to fucking skate either. Ooh, just like oh, like the wind. I was like, oh my god, he he's like he can he can like skate skate that mm-hmm. kid. So Good for him. And it's kind of funny, too, because he started out on the fourth line with Evans or whoever the fourth line. Actually, with Drouin was centering that. But Marty kept moving him up the lineup, you yeah. know. And eventually, I think he was playing with. Oh, he, loved, um, he loves to play hockey, that guy. Oh, Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah. So he can he can stick around for a while. I'm sure yeah. we'll see a goal from him soon. And oh, what yeah. a treat for Habs fans to have another Rashar on the team. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of like the last time they've had that. Honestly, Henri was. Ooh, I want to say sixties. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm even trying to think like rookies or prospects or anything like that. It's kind of rare. No, but no, um, I would remember. I, I would think if it was somebody who at least had a cup of coffee in the NHL, I would remember. Yeah, Rashar had a uh, ten minutes of ice time. Um, not the lowest amongst forwards. The lowest was Yorai Slavkovsky. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, don't know if that was his own Some fault, blunders, but though mm-hmm. because he's been um because Slavkovsky he he's an interesting story now because people are wondering well why not send him to juniors if he's not the world junior championship if he's not gonna be playing with the playing big minutes with the Habs so I think uh, right. they're trying to figure that out right now. He so is not think... he is mm-hmm. not another Kotkaniemi though. Mm-mm. No, he's not. He's Mm-mm. a he's a good skater. He like you know he's eighteen, but he he's comfortable in oh. his size. Oh my god! And, see, um, that's the whole mistakes, thing. But I don't see him losing any kind of confidence or playing no. without confidence. You mean you know like afraid to make the mistakes and all that? He's not. No, no, no. He'll Absolutely. make a mistake and then he just picks himself up and fucking keeps going. And the best coach to have for that is Martin St. Louis. Holy yeah. shit. Every presser. You know what's funny, actually? <laughs> Again, uh, something else comes to mind about that. He called out the refs before the game against Ottawa. Yeah, after the game against Ottawa. Are you sure? Yes. I think it was before Ottawa. I remember was, tweeting about it. It was after the Ottawa game. And that was, like the reporters were saying, that's as close as they've ever seen him get to whatever oh, no. to be pissed off oh yeah you watched that and it was like ooh, marty ooh, that was cool and marty's like, a gremlin like people don't remember marty the player but marty the player was a little gremlin bastard but he was so good he <laughs> oh, was kind of like God. take like brad marchand and make him classier that was martin yeah, saint exactly. louis Classy period you know um but no so i remember watching that and i was like oh shit he's like He's about yeah. to, he's about to like pop a, watch the same game that I did. Yeah, he's about to pop a watermelon with his quads, you know. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, those legs aren't aren't huge. they're not human. Oh my god, they're they're artwork at this point. It's a freaking <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a thought piece. Photoshop. <laughs> no, my god. And they're still like that. How can <laughs> like you have to get like custom made pants and shit? Yeah, that is it's incredible that he can keep up that physique. Man, yeah. that's cuz I can't do that. The other one who's got legs like that is Sidney Crosby and Carrie Price. Oh, yeah. Three trunks. Oh, yeah. It's not human. Huge lads. Just a bunch of Huge. dudes being just a bunch of dudes being bros. Dudes being bros. That's, that's cool. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, that takes care of so, all the games. Um, there was one of the things that I wanted to mention, just as just as a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was after the loss against. I want to say Anaheim. Yes, mm. the fucking reverse retro. Yeah, Night. yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Done. We'll Just stop. Them. Stop them. it. Just stop. Stop altogether. But it was after that game because it was it was just such a like deflating like what the fuck are you guys doing like you didn't even try it was so one of those games that mm-hmm. afterwards I was listening to the post game show on TSS six ninety and it was Mitch Gallo and John Still and they were fucking on a roll like they've got to take that show on the road their comedy routine they've got <laughs> such good chemistry and such good senses of humor and it just turned out to be this whole like the whole post game show was just like ah let's laugh about it you know and <laughs> even the colors in and everybody but um john still who's our friend mm. um we got to get him friend. on great guy funny yeah we got to get him on um yeah, he'd be great oh my god oh yeah um, eh, 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 he was quite like not like having any of the conversation of the curse of the reverse retro and neither was Mitch Gallo <gasps> but everybody who was calling in there was one guy who called in oh my god and apparently he called he's he's a regular um, but he called in and he said <laughs> he loved the jerseys and he said but they should just put the Expos logo <laughs> on it and then watch then they'll start winning. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's just, it's super, it's not superstition because that's a, that's all they do. You know, it's going to be a losing night. It's, if it's a fucking alternate Jersey period, the end. And it's like, and apparently th- they've won. I don't remember any of these games. They, they have won. won like one or two games with like last year's reverse retros. Hmm. I guess. I don't know mm-hmm. if they won one this year. I don't think they have. I doubt it. Um, the thing with the reverse retro is like, number one, what the fuck does that phrase even mean? Exactly. <laughs> reverse retro. Are you making retro modern? Then are you just making modern? I don't know. I don't um, remember what we called them during the centennial year because there was like five. Yeah. What? Yeah, there were like five of them because, you know, the haves have been around for fucking ever. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, I don't even um, remember what we called them back then, but I think that reverse retro began because they w- reversed their main colors. Yeah, all the teams, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah, but so this st- one is just like I love the shade of baby blue. Um, it would have looked better with more red or more. It would have looked better if it was a knockoff of the Expos jersey. Yeah, put the armband on. Yeah, if you make it look down. make it look like the MLB one, you know, it would have been great. My well, favorite, my favorite part. I of, see them out there, and I, they don't. They they it's this like that's not a color for hockey. Oh, it does not belong in hockey. That color. Yeah, that, that is a rough color for hockey. But the thing yeah. is, um, I love how they use the old orange shield for the um, NHL at the collar. I like the old orange shield there. Okay. Um, because the uh, the new ones just have like that silver spark and not sparkly, but right. it's like not um okay, yeah, 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 it yeah. It catches yeah. light, like a, right? Yeah, like um, aluminum or whatever. Yeah, luminous. Metal, some kind of fucking whatever metal. It <laughs> it's like um, yeah, it's not even. It, it's like a plastic, shiny, a shiny, shiny plastic, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, maybe plastic. You're right. The thing is about oh. that color on the ice. I swear to God, it looks like they're wearing freaking nurse scrubs. 
Yeah, or like pajamas. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell are we those doing? Those would make great pajamas. They would make I would great. wear those pajamas. That is a good pajama color. Yes. A very good pajama color. I would I would get a onesie. Yeah. With like oh, yeah. mitts. Perfect. And like feet. Um, oh my Yeah, for your feetsies. Yeah. I would live in it. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. funny story about Anthony Rashar. I said he is a call up from the AHL. Mm-hmm. Despite, despite being with the Habs for like the past, you know, few days, he is still the leading goal scorer in the AHL. <laughs> Number one. Oh with, man, I would love to watch him get a goal. With 18 in, yeah, 18 goals in 27 games played, but he has 31 points in 27 games played as well. So he's, um, a that's point, really good. He has a point per, at least a point per game guy. And he is also distinct among the rocket for having that uh stat actually i'm double checking it now oh boy yeah I mean, like is, I he said, a, is he a good shane new is he from montreal or area the next um point getter for the laval rocket is jesse e lonan 23 points nice. in 28 games played but he is also 40th oh tied you know in that regard um so yeah so it's Anthony Richard points, Jesse Elonen points. As for goals among the Rocket, though, that's another point. Actually, yeah, I'm kind of serious. Let me let me look at that. Sorry, give me just a moment. <laughs> oh my God! So, <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! So, what? Anthony, what, what, what? so Anthony Richard again, 18 goals yes. in 27 games. The mm -hmm. next most for the Laval Rocket is Rafael Harvey Pinar, nine goals in 28 games. So he has double the goals of the next guy on that team. Yeah. And uh, the, the Laval Rocket have been terrible. They're not a great team. Objectively bad. And the only reason that they are respectable is probably Anthony Rashar. And the Habs just yoinked him up. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that um they gave him they gave him the chance. Mm. So is he from the area? Because I didn't I didn't um know they were fucking playing in Arizona, weren't they? Oh, yeah, he's from Trois-Rivières. He's from Trois-Rivières. Yeah, yep. He was born there in 1996. Well, I hope um, Marty sees fit to include him in a game at the Bell Center he, when they get oh, back home. I really hope so, His family, too. are you kidding me? Um, He was drafted in 2015 by the Nashville Predators in the fourth round, 100 overall, just like Victor Maite was. Oh, sweet. Back then. How yeah. about that? Kind of bounced around a bit with the Milwaukee Admirals, Chicago Wolves, Syracuse Crunch. Wow, yeah, he was kind of all over the place. That's weird. Calder Cup playoffs last year with the Crunch. Didn't win it, though, because I think that went to Chicago for last year. Because I remember I was uh, Laval were on that run last year uh, for the Calder Cup, and they lost against Springfield. Oh, right. And whatnot. So that's yeah. too bad. If I if I'm remembering correctly, anyone can correct me because whenever I say things, I think they're correct and they're often wrong. <laughs> say it like you know what? And I'm very good at doing that. I can write an email like you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Everything's you're free to fine. Us and nobody ever seems to. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some uh, medical updates. So this uh, report came out. Early last week, uh, Davis Savard, upper body, and Sean Monahan lower body, out two to three weeks. Oh, so they might be back uh, in January. We need Monahab. 
Oh man, it's gonna be painful. Yep. Uh, Druen, we know is back. Um, Matheson, back then they said it was day to day, but now it's indefinite. And then, oh yeah, Cole Caulfield. What bad luck, eh? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you, Didn't he miss like a whole season? Yeah. Or is I, that Monahan? Actually, one of the Monahan was the more injury prone guy. Matheson right. is just older. Is old. Yeah. And but he's got the red hair. But no, he's supposed to be a, a damn good player. Uh, Francophone guy. Ginger. Yeah. We need more gingers, apparently. And when I say older, Ashley, he's 28. Talking to you, Ashley. So he's fine. Yeah. She loves her gingers. Aw. Ain't it special. Okay, so there's that. Medical updates. Um. Then, okay, then after that, you know, report that came out earlier last week, uh, December 17, David Savar is put on... Injured reserve retroactive to December 4th. Um, and yeah, they said, hmm, I don't know if that would mean that he's coming back in January then after the two, three weeks. So I, that's something we got to look into, I suppose. Um, yep. Uh, Anthony Rashar, uh, recall from the Rocket. Already talked about that. The strangest bit of news is this to me. Okay, what? The Habs will be honoring P.K. Subban before a Predators game on January 12th. Why? No. I don't get it. I do it's not understand why. I get... I should rephrase. I understand why, but I don't understand why. He's. I don't understand why, period. He's been honored tearfully... Before, yeah. and with the yeah. predators, with this, when be... his first came back at the Bell Center, yeah, crying, crying, crying. It was an ovation that lasted for like ten minutes. Oh yeah, it was lovely. And it he, was. He had a video tribute. It, but like, a dude, he's just been gone for seven fucking years, and now he doesn't even fucking live in Montreal. Yeah, and now we're giving him a whole night. Oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have to go work at ESPN? Yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I am. I'm like. I'm. It, it like it open like it, I'm trying to think of like a time that this had happened in the past. No, for a player like Subban. Now Subban, we have to we have to put all the cards on the table here. Incredible! I cried when he got traded. The only reason oh, I'm playing too. hockey now is because I was motivated and in awe of yeah. Subban's ability to skate, and I said I want to skate like that. That's the only reason I play hockey now. And it's like um, yeah. several years years later, I'm like, I don't give a you flying like fuck about Subban. <laughs> Just no. What, why? No. I I think I I think I was like one of his biggest like literally. Yeah, he one was of his biggest fans. After Carey Price, he was the next jersey I mm -hmm. got. I went up to Montreal to. Yeah, I went to the Children's yeah. Hospital, got his mm -hmm. Winter Classic jersey, and had him sign it. I waited, wow. in, I waited in line for like three hours to do that. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I never got to meet him, but um, I just, I don't understand. I do understand if, if it's going to be some kind of, but I mean, he doesn't even, he doesn't even support the same hospital that the Habs do. Like if it has something to do with his hospital, um, you know, like um, donation or, 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 you know, charity work. For the children's hospital, like, like if it's there's a tie-in there. Otherwise, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. I really don't. 
I understand that there's so many people who still love him. Like they're still like the other day, uh, Mark Bridgman was trending on Twitter and it's because they announced this fucking thing. Yeah. Like right? that's how people are still that like hardcore, like. It just doesn't make sense to me. And then people are saying, <laughs> what about Andre Markov? Because he was literally a better player than Subban. Yeah. But, you know, not as philanthropic or, like, outspoken as Subban. Yeah. You know, but or Markov. <laughs> like, not very fun. You know, if not Markov, why not Plakenic? And how come they're calling this a P.K. Subban homecoming? Like, what, what like, the it's, hell? I don't, I do not understand it. Like, what, what, what's the angle for all this? That's going to be the, annoying. The first paragraph of this um, article, I'll read it really quickly. Uh, the Canadians uh, announced on Monday that one of the team's most electrifying players in recent memory, which is true, but yeah. recent memory yeah. prior to 2018, yeah. um, will be honored prior to the game against the Nashville Predators as part of a P.K. Subban homecoming tribute at the Bell Center. What is, is going on? Yeah. No. What's going on? Yeah. I, 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 we, we gave him the thing. You know, you know what they did for fucking Matheson and Calgary? Like they, they gave him a TV, TV timeout tribute. You know, like like we've already done the thing with PK. And like Matheson has won he's Stanley like Cups. Since he left the Habs. You know? Jesus Christ. Like, am I am I wrong? Has Mike Matheson You're not wrong. You're right. Not won a Stanley Cup or two? You know? Matheson? Yeah. <gasps> so was he a St. Louis Blue? Matheson? Our Mike Matheson? The guy that I love and then hate afterwards? One second. I'm I'm looking this yeah. up. Um I really, I really haven't been like on top of everything this season. I just want to watch the fucking games. Uh-oh. Am I stupid? I will tell you that. The Tampa game leading up to the Tampa game, after those two terrible performances, uh, or Arizona was a really terrible performance. Mike Madison has game, not won a Stanley Cup. I thought Jake he Allen. did. Oh, it was Jake Allen that I was thinking of. Oh, he's been a... Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I thought Matheson was with the Panthers for like a long... I mean, uh, with the Penguins for like a long time. Definitely not the no. case. He was a long-time Florida Panther. Oh, see, that's where... Okay, I got... I thought okay. he was with the Penguins for the Cup wins, so I, I fucked that right. up. That's my bad. Penguin, Panther. Um, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, leading up to the game, to, to the Tampa game on Saturday night... I was like, I'm not reading anything. I'm not listening to anything. I'm not reading any articles. I just, I just want to sit down and watch those guys prove to me that they are not that team from the last two games. And then the Tampa game was just. Oh, it was terrible. I believe that it was after that. It could have been after that game, maybe after the Ottawa game. No, I can't remember that Nick Suzuki said that, that shit to Arpin. About, about the, the power, power play? play? Oh, yeah. If, if the and captain... I was like, oh, my God, Alex Burrows, we hardly knew ye. Like, I thought for sure that would be the death knell. Yeah. But oh, nope. yeah. See, and that's the other part of it. But the, 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 this whole thing with Subban blows my mind. I'm not done talking about I can, it. I can, okay, let's keep And I on. mentioned months ago that I was like, I don't want to talk about P.K. Subban anymore. Apparently, Montreal does. Um. <laughs> Jeff and, Molson. Like, why are you doing that? Anyway, for a fucking ex-player, I don't get it. Jeff Molson. We are thrilled to welcome PK back to his first NHL home this January, said Jeff Molson. Uh, we look forward to giving our fans a chance to celebrate his career 
and the impact he had and continues to have on the Montreal community, whether it's kids on local minor hockey teams choosing to wear yeah. number 76, or mm -hmm. the number of fans we see on any given night at the Bell Center who still proudly wear the Subban jerseys. You don't have to go far to understand the influence PK had on the popularity of the sport in Quebec. And this brings back an old story where, um, where apparently Molson himself um, uh, went into the contract negotiations to give PK that huge contract that he did at the time. Yeah. And then, you know, he was traded. Ferraro swears by that story. Wow. Yeah. I like Ray. I do too. Meaning I would take that without salt. I would eat that as is. <laughs> that sounds, I mean, if Ray, if Ray swears by it. All right. Gotcha. And, you know, yeah. and even, even in my circles in Montreal, people are like, yeah, that, that definitely happened. So hmm, yeah. more, more, more credit to that. Um, Subban, who announced his retirement in September via Instagram, made his mark both on and off the ice during his seven, se seven seasons in Montreal. In 434 games played, that's less than fucking Ken Dryden. That's he was with the Bulldogs, though, for a season or two. Yeah, but Bulldogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, God bless him, but damn. Actually, <laughs> Ken Dryden. Ken Dryden. Hamilton. Um, career. I made a bold claim. Okay, I'm sorry. Ken Dryden only played 397 games, while Subban played 434. I'm sorry. Right. He racked up 63 goals and 278 points, adding another 38 points and 55 career playoff games as a hab. Yeah. Notable, great playoff player. Beyond oh, the walls yeah. of the Bell Center, the 2003 Norris Trophy Ooh, winner, half season, uh, impact within the community through the PK Subban Foundation, and with the Montreal Children's Hospital in particular, helped cement his undeniable legacy in the city. Man. Yeah, I get it. But man, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. I don't I, like, what's the idea? Like, whose idea? And why is it a homecoming? He doesn't live there. He, he doesn't you know, live there. He did the ESPN job because he probably likes living in the States. It's such a weird, and people love the idea. And I'm like, I'm not going to that fucking game. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn that part off. Yeah, I just. I don't. I like. I. I care. I don't need it. I don't need it. Beyond zero. We don't need it. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. It's like I mean, freaking of car. Another favorite. You know, person that everyone loves, Jack Todd. Is like, yeah, let's do Mark. Let's do Andre Markov. That one I would do. Yeah. Bring him back for a game like um Kevin Bieksa. Yeah, really, you know? Um, there's that. Um, it's just I mean, I like, yeah, Suban was electrifying. Like, are we gonna do that with patches? He was actually a captain. Let's not bring that fucking story up. Ooh, you know, so like respond. there's so much crap underneath the the freaking veneer of Suban's like, you know, philanthropic Aura. stuff. It's like like you your freaking uh, your 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 travel agent friend in in um well not friend but yep. the person you spoke yep. to in yep. you know the the travel thing with British Columbia said dealing with PK Subban was fucking hell on earth yeah you know so it's like yeah. it's so oh it's oh it's like everybody was at this um charity basketball game or some kind of charity yeah charity like a, event around baseball or not baseball basketball and she was one of the like organizers or something like that he showed up late. Didn't talk to anybody, didn't sign anything, left before the game. And she was just like, I 
No, thank you. Because then you get people like, say, you know, Carrie Price or Brendan Gallagher or whatever. They'll stay there with the kids or Shea Weber. I've seen them do it, you know, stay there with the kids and whatever. Nope. PK came surrounded by entourage. Nobody could get close to him left before the game. You know, I've spoken with former players that say he will not speak unless he has like a publicist nearby to do yeah. stuff with him. He's yeah. such a, oh God, he's such yeah. a, ugh, he's such a not a, himself. Yeah. It's a kind of like, um, it's so heckle, heckle and jive. I think the guy said, this. who said, said that? Uh, on the on in a, a broadcast, a yeah. Habs game, they called. He said it's like heckle and jive, and oh. I don't remember who it was, but like Bartlett let him get through that, and he goes, "Yeah, I think people would think it was weird if they were heckle and jive." <laughs> anyway, it was funny, but no, it's a very. I love John very, Bartlett. I miss him. Oh yeah, it's he's it's kind of it's kind of like a oh a double stars. personality, you know, like. So the, the woman that I was talking to who told me that story, we made friends as I was booking my airplane tickets to Montreal, remember? Yes. I had to call her back and do all mm-hmm. this stuff. But so then we got talking. And anyway, I don't know how we got on the t- Oh, I was going to Montreal for a hockey game. Yeah. That's why. And she goes, oh, do you know P.K. Subban? I'm like, yeah. Of course I do. But this was after he'd been traded. So I was like, oh, yeah, this was years after. All the goods. Yeah, give me all the goods. And she was most... Um, upset because I think she was one of the organizers and they had promoed like that was a, the like, reason this that is a lot of PK people PK Subban is going to be here and it's going to be cool yeah. and he ended up yeah. being a fucking twat. And he's like, see ya. Sorry. Wrong word to use <laughs> but you know, he ended up being a freaking jerk. Yeah, I use that one too. Yeah. But you got to say it like your English. It's a twat. <laughs> he's a freaking twat. And it sounds cute. <laughs> Oh, geez. So, oh, my God. When does Ted Lasso come back? That's a good point. I hope next yeah. year. I don't know when. Well, that would be, oh, I would be, I'll be all I over that. I, I hope it's filming a long time ago. I really hope it's not like the last season either. So, oh, it is the last season. I heard that was a rumor. It's the last. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I heard that that came out. Like, that was the first thing that came out. Oh, it's the last season. But then yeah. I think somebody walked that back. So, I hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah. I saw a really funny interview. I think, the, oh, they were on 60 Minutes. <laughs> um, Sudeikis. Oh. Coach. Nice. And their third pal, who's one of the creators and the writers. Okay. And he's not on screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so funny. They they enjoy each other so much, these guys. And it was, it was a really, it, that was a 60 Minutes interview. But I recall from that one that they said it was the last one. Oh, anyway, is that maybe okay. it's not true? I hope I hope it's not true. That would I be great. I hope it's not true too, because that would make me sad. Oh boy, the Habs are up against Colorado tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's gonna tomorrow be Wednesday. a game. Oh, that's gonna be a game. And yeah, the Habs are away. Yep, until January. They come back January five against the New York Rangers. Who are on the up and up, but that's a while out yet. Um, yeah, so yep, Colorado and Dallas to fill up uh, the week. Then they have uh, oh yeah, I'm like oh wow, they have the next next weekend off. It's Christmas. Ah. Christmas, Amazon is here. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, get a beer. <laughs> it's all good. So that's nice. 
Um, New Year's Eve game against the Capitals. That's that was yeah. I keep forgetting who they're playing on New Year's Eve. Yeah, on New Year's Day. And then uh, hockey juniors. I don't know oh yeah, do the World Junior Championships. Um, apparently Shane Wright is eating up the competition in that. We didn't. Is it? Wasn't he named captain? Was he? Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Good yeah. For him. That's cool. I that's saw fine. he was trending one day, and that was why. Yep. He uh, yep scored against the Habs, so now he can have his moment in the sun. Yeah. And then um, well, whatever. <clears throat> Too bad. So sad. Yeah. Bye. That's right. But yeah, watching um World Juniors is. Like a Christmas tradition in Canada. Yes, it is. No. I mean, it's Bob McKenzie. He's father. Yeah, you know, he's freaking. He's like Saint Nick, Bob yeah. McKenzie <laughs> during a, you know, World Junior Championship time. No. We all miss I don't Bob. want to blame these players for the awful players that preceded them. So. Oh yes, that is still ongoing, and it gets. Uh, there was a new oh, yeah. chairwoman named. As well, so I mean, they're doing something to this, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's called. It's just chair. Is it? Yeah. Not. I can't say chair lady. I mean, you can. Yes. But it's it's like we're. Um, I'm gonna be so funny in, at board in meetings. In my line of work, you know, working with different boards and stuff like that is just chair. Because there are so many female chairs now. Can I just say like executive or head executive? Yeah, sure. And you can say chairwoman if you fucking want. Okay. I'm just saying it's easier to just remember the one word. Chair ma'am. Yeah. Chair. I would be great in a board. Chair of the board. Chair of the board. All right. Yeah. So we're coming on to the end of our time. Um, it's like mailman. It's postal delivery. No, mail carrier. Oh, mail carrier. No, it used to be mailman. It's now mail carrier, firefighter, all In, that stuff. Um, That's not PC, motherfuckers. Mm. It's just to have one word for what it is. That's all. In the Final Fantasy series, mail is typically delivered by magical creatures called Moogles. Oh. Yes. And uh, I they, want an owl like they, on Harry Potter. Yep. They're kind of, uh, they're not like that. I mean, but I get it. But uh, Moogles yeah. are these cute little furry creatures that kind of look like fat prairie dogs with little bomb-bombs on their heads. Oh my god. And they fly around so with a they fly around with big freaking <laughs> satchels to all the mailboxes and do all their shit and then they fly back to like Moogle Central and there's like millions of Moogles getting mail everywhere. It's amazing. I What was this from? It. Final Fantasy, the video game series. All right. Okay. Video game. You run into them and it's like, "Ooh, uh, Koopo, I got a Oh, that's always fun. Away. Oh, it's yeah, so running fun. into something cute in a video game. Guys. Oh, yeah. It's a very dramatic, takes itself so seriously video game. Then they have yeah. these little cute guys running around with, like, mail and shit. Very typical. <laughs> That's Japan. why I love Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Oh, yeah. I need I need my games to be adorable. Oh, yeah. They have to be silly and fun. Yeah. Oh, Crash Bandicoot's that. fucking funny. Yeah. He's it is comedian. funny. Um, <laughs> see what we've been watching. I'm trying to catch up on uh, Harry and Megan, or Megan and Harry rather. Oh yeah, I'm wow. done. I'm done. Watch I just got off. the I just got through the second episode talking about the paparazzi in the UK. <laughs> However, it, it it's so like they started dating in two, 2016 and going on into two, 2017 was the engagement, I guess. And it's funny when they talk about it, where like 
even Harry was saying, oh, yeah, I was prepared for what was going to happen. But then it happens. He's like, I was not prepared for this. It's like, no. ooh, the bubble. And the only person that did know it was going to get bad was Megan's mother. Yeah. Remember? And she was like, oh, yep. this is, you don't understand. This is going to be about race. This is going to well, be. Well, because they're so ruthless. Oh, yeah. And Megan was like, this isn't going to be a race thing. It's like. No. Yeah. The bubble it's that they live in. Lifestyles. So I don't want to ruin famous. any of it for you. But I will tell, I'm, I'm not ruining anything for you. Um, but I will say that the third episode, so the last episode of the first half of the series, I think that's the one where they do kind of a deep dive into the history of the monarchy as oh, nice. it relates slavery and as it relates to you know just lots of different things that 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 is just like wow how can anybody like this family dude but um in that way and and also um some reporters and commentators of color who are english Mm, and Um, they're like it sucks it's just like but like all of the things that it wouldn't occur to you like they have some very very obviously um good insight and um like make some just like astonishing points where it's just like it it's just because it's that's when you're going to start to become infuriated and wait till the last three episodes date. i'll check it out I'm, you're gonna you're gonna punch things i'm probably gonna watch that tonight actually that's yeah, my plan after i so do good. all of the actual work that goes into the podcast <laughs> um and what have i been watching um <laughs> Do you know? Oh, I was just talking about what I was watching. Okay, what are you watching? What are you gonna watch? I mean, what have you watched besides Megan? Um, what do you think? Uh, that and um. Oh, I was so so pleasantly surprised to see that Netflix, uh, put together a Sonic the Hedgehog animated show. Um, growing up, like a series. What's that? Like a series. Like a like a computer animated series of Sonic the Hedgehog fighting Doctor Robotnik and trying to save nature from the clutches of industrialization, which is what oh, Sonic the Hedgehog is about. Actually, it's heavy. Um, oh, it okay. is. <laughs> it, all these cute games have some pretty <laughs> deep connotations. But no, um, the next it's it's totally you know catered to young kids. But yeah. growing up, I remember watching Sonic on. This might not be familiar to our U uh, to our Canadian um. Uh, viewers and listeners um usa network uh was kind of like the birthplace of wb you know the wwwwb and that's where um the animaniacs that's where like animaniacs came out of and whatnot and so usa kind of had like morning cartoons for kids and one of the cartoons was a sonic the hedgehog cartoon i was like fuck yeah let's go tails and bring in you know up over and gone Let's yeah. go. So um, there was also like a more serious like anime anime series for Sonic the Hedgehog that came out of Japan. That was like really ooh, this is taking it very seriously now. So that's cool. been a long time since there's been like a new animated Sonic thing. And I saw it on Netflix and I was like, oh, shit. So I watched like the first episode or two and I was like, yeah. this is so well done to oh, what the old like you say you walk into a bar back in the day and they would have an arcade right sometimes sometimes bars had arcades and they'd have a sonic the hedgehog machine the 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 show is like watching that game 
Because you remember you like you jump on something that pops and like a little creature flies out or something like that. Like it has that in it. it has the whole thing with the rings and like Sonic runs into a spike and all these rings scatter all over the place. He's like, oh no. And it just, it's so, they were so smart about the whole game mechanic of it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's very, it's very charming. I do like it. And I'm, I've yeah. been watching that a bit as well. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. It's like hour long episodes too. I was like, what the fuck? It's kind of weird for kids. So, yeah. I mean, thank God for parents don't have to watch the kid for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I've been um, watching. Right. You know what I've been, what I came across and I watched, I started watching it. I'd never seen it before, but I love the actress who's in it. And that's Christine Baranski. Okay. I absolutely love her. Okay. Okay. She's in this series called The Good Fight. Ooh. And I think it's on its last season now. Um, so I just started from season one. It's on Paramount Plus and, and just started watching it. And the thing that's interesting about this series, Dave, oh, yeah, is it Plus. gives me a lot of, it gives me like a lot of like flashbacks of horrible anxiety. Oh, the no. first episode of the series is her sitting there aghast watching the inauguration of the former guy I... in 2017. Remember this now. They're talking about this. The Good Fight. I have no idea. The Good Fight is the sequel series of The Good Wife, yes. which in both of these are legal dramas yes. and whatnot. And I remember actually, I, 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 I was watching something random one day. Yeah. And uh, Good Wife, Good Fight was coming on, and I was like, I don't know anything about these shows. I'm just listening to it in the background, and they're saying, oh, yeah, we had to rewrite our entire season because so-and-so was elected. And I was like, oh, my God. So mm, all that stuff happened. So and, – and, and the acting in it, the acting and the casting is just sublime. It mm. is so good. It, it is so good. Like, um, anyway – um, I can't remember the name of the actor, uh, the 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 lead, the male lead, kind of like the the head partner at the law firm or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's been in a lot of Spike Lee movies. Um, oh, no kidding! What's his name? Anyway, he is he is the fucking best. He is so it's like just watching him act is so. It's kind of like it's almost like a privilege. Like he's so wonderful. Ooh, Stephen anyway, Lang is in this. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. And so they so they go through and they they go through and they cover shit real time like they're not living in an alternate universe. And Christine Baranski's character is like liberal activist mm -hmm. um, and her husband is like gun loving Republican, but but classy, you know, he's a classy, nice guy and everything. But he's like they're sort of the very opposite. Yeah. And so anyway, it's just a cool dynamic. But what they like, they've gone through, you know, the interesting thing about this is that shit that they were talking about, about like the election, like the potential for the Republicans to steal the election and all of that, that was written like it, it that was written before any of that shit happened. Right. Like this was this was this, this was like in 2018. They were talking about it anyway. So they go they, they they go through all of the history of that horrible dark four years. I don't know how we made it honestly. Like looking back at it is just like, man, that was fucking insane oh, yeah. and 
expressing. In Canada, I don't know if I've told you this story. The day after that man got elected, it was like everybody <laughs> was depressed and in Canada because we had just witnessed that whole campaign of his where he oh. proved oh. Like mm -hmm. beyond a shadow of a doubt, what a disgusting, terrible human being he is, if he can even be called that. Like just what a horrible, horrible person he is. And then he got elected. Yeah. I had an I had an appointment. I had a, a session set up with my therapist um that day. And I texted her and I said, I can't, I can't do it today. She's like, I can't, like nobody, nobody can believe. Like it's it's I still can't believe that that motherfucker was the president. Honestly, I can't believe it. It's I are real. I was at a um, show at Northern Lights in Clifton Park, New York, and I was watching one of my favorite power metal bands, Sonata Arctica, um, play. And like the announcement that he was definitely the winner of the election came in. And I was like, what? In like the middle of a mosh pit. I was like, Daryl. I gotta go. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do right now, you know? So, but yeah, that was, I mean, just a, it's such a dark, dark, just oh, it's terrible. terrible. The, it's um, terrible. and you know, dark. it's kind of funny now. We're six years after that now. Well, a little more. And, um, finally, somebody said we should charge him. <laughs> now? After the Mueller report, after everything. Which nobody fucking read and everything is in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, he, yeah, that was a. Mm. Anyway, uh, yesterday he had the most horrible day of his life so far. And today it's like yeah. this, the, the most horrible day of his life so far. And so I'm just, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And, 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 and he might, oh. I, okay, there's this really trashy, shitty, terrible um, tabloid from the UK that's called the Daily Mail. Yes, that's a bad but one. But I saw that the, the Daily Fail is what, yep. they call, what they call But there was a seethingly, ooh, piece today. Like, even the date, like, they're moving away from him as some kind of a fucking hero. Like there was a scathing piece in there, which talked to one of his former advisors and the former advisor said that he's just pathetic. Like, basically, they didn't use that word, but he's just, like, depressed. And his aides have to call people to tell them to call him to cheer him up because he's just he's not in the middle of chaos anymore. He's he's not, you know, getting all the attention anymore because he got taken off Twitter. Yeah. But well, maybe. he's technically back on. And then we. Ooh. Yeah. I know. Like, oh, good old Twitter. Oh man, what a oh, what a motherfucker that anyway, piece of shit. I'm enjoying shit is. Post. Yeah, Post is very nice. Yeah, um, all of our friends aren't there, but they're they're moving over slowly and slowly. But oh, the one thing that I like about Post is that I got followed randomly by a couple of the creators. They probably follow everybody, right? But so, but it's cool because they you live got, in such a cute bubble. <laughs> I'm not followed by any of the fucking oh, creators of Post. That's who the fuck I am. The only la last time that happened was with fucking MySpace. Me, I have six posts on Post. You have like three. I have six followers. You have like 42. Don't, <laughs> anyway, e don't even get to me on that bullshit. 
<laughs> but it's cool because they post like helpful hints and like this is what we've yeah. updated today and that kind of cool shit. It, it's it, really it's interesting it. to see how they're handling it right now because there's no yeah. app for post by the way too no. it's all web-based and um that's uh that's it's interesting to see how they're figuring that out i was considering i was like you know if they need like programmer i can do that type of shit especially if it's web-based maybe oh yeah get in get in that's early a, but that's a lot of oh my god that's mm, that's like but oh, i'm gonna like... be i'm gonna be working 48 hours a day so it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big undertaking. Oh yeah. Um, because like you can see when you go to reply to something, there's a thing there that say, you know, conversations are moderated for civility. So there is going to be a, 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 a you know, a standard over there for what's cool and what's not. And that's going to get out of hand in, in a bit. And they were talking about it with the security aspect of it. Because what yeah. they were saying is that, you know, people have been building, um, oh, uh, means of like destabilizing social media by posting whatever the hell they want, whenever the hell they want to. They've been working yeah. on that stuff for, you know, a decade and a half since social media yeah. is what it is today. And yeah. Post is like, yeah, we don't know how to defend against that. So any security people that want to do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Super. Keep well, like our... I say, get in early. That could be a really cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, if it is indeed a place where these assholes can't jump in and mm. troll and be cruel and, you know, what all that I'm to speak racist. on. a Yeah, I know what you mean. To speak on the tech end of it, as soon as I saw that there was an AWS um, position open for it, that's when I got a little. Mm, I don't like that. So AWS is Amazon. Oh, shit. Um, Web service. Yeah, something like that. It's probably just Amazon Web Services. And it's a big thing. It's a colossal thing. And it is kind of a cool thing that Amazon does do, but it is through Amazon. So mm. it's kind of like post, to kind of put it into, uh, let, me, let me try to put the tech side of it down. Post yeah. is built sort of kind of on a engine like WordPress. It's as if they went to post, as if the guys in post said, we need something to build this on, then they took WordPress. That's sort of kind of how W A W S works in very down things because you can do a right. lot of shit through A W S. Yeah, my basic my beer league hockey team's website is on A W S. Yeah, and it's too much. Like it's it's almost a pain in the ass to mm. update it because of all the tech that you can do and very nit gritty yeah. things happen. Whereas opposed to Google Sites, like the HappyHour.com is built on, I never have to think about that website. Like I don't have to do anything. Don't no. have to worry about security. Fucking blah blah blahs. I don't have to worry about Google takes care of that. AWS, right. you have to do everything. So, uh, so the, the I remember I had a blog on WordPress and it was a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah. And I remember, and I was just thinking like, oh, they need an AWS person. I'm like, that guy's life is going to be hell, especially yeah. if he's going to be like, oh yeah, we, we host our entire social media site on AWS. <laughs> Why would you yeah. ever do that? Build your own infrastructure. And right. that's a whole, yeah. like yeah, they're, they're not, whole other thing. they're not getting 2003 Facebook money. They're not getting 2005 yeah. Twitter money, you know, from investors yeah. that are like, oh, social media blah, 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 money. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. not doing that stuff anymore. What I like about it until for, for now is it's ad free. Oh, and that's another thing. They're not making money. 
No. <laughs> it's so weird logging on to it because I'm like. Because it's so clean. This is it. This is the entire website. But this is just <laughs> for now. But it's but it's yeah. it's the beta version, right? The whole tipping service that they have in it is actually kind of an interesting uh, content moderator. I, don't, I didn't only. really look at that. What is that? So you you see how you have like a tip balance of like 50 yes. bits or points, 50. whatever they call it. Yeah. You essentially have 50 cents, like, like penny cents, right? Yeah. Um, you can buy more. And what you can do okay. is that you can tip people on posts if you want. Like right. here's five points for five. Here's a nickel for whatever you yeah. posted. Um, yeah. People that actually make content, people like Brian Wild, journalists, people like yes. uh, content, coordinate, uh, content uh, creators for various things. Yeah. They can restrict their content and be like, hey, uh, here's my opening post, blah, blah, blah. And this oh, is what I'm working on. I see, I see. This half of the post is protected if you give me like 10 points and then you can read yeah. it. So, right. and Post was How do saying. you convert those into cash? Yeah, exactly. And Post was saying that um, this is like, they think that this is better for users because what do users hate? Fucking subscriptions. I don't want to subscribe to The Athletic. I want to subscribe to this one writer and just tip him whatever thing that interests me that he writes about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you pay yeah. a quarter or something to read a post and done. That's it. You don't have to pay like 10 bucks a month yeah. or something. So it's an stuck is good for that too. There's yeah. a lot of interesting people posting over there. Yeah. Um, so, and an interesting thing is that the first time I saw a system like that, it was on, was on webcam services. Oh, so you would pay, oh, I see. You would pay money to get like right. points and you tip girls on webcam. Let's I make it, it into okay, a okay. journalist thing instead. Well, but what I don't get is, okay, I have 50 cents and so I can tip people. But what, what does that mean? Uh, you can just, well, say, like, um, what, is what is that? If somebody tips me, what do I do with that? You just, I just have, away? you just have like, yeah, I say I give you five cents for saying Elon Musk sucks on post. Well, now you have 55 points yeah. that you could use for whatever the hell you want. And some but, people. But so it has no tangible value. It's oh, just like. It does. I think you can withdraw it at some point. I hope. Oh, okay. Because if you don't, yeah. that'd be so weird. Because otherwise, yeah, it's a yeah, weird. point? Okay. I get it. I get it. Because you can buy the points and be like, okay, I'm going to put in a dollar. Yes. I'm going to have a hundred points to use. And then you go yeah. from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really look into that. I haven't been very active there, but as people keep moving over there, yeah. it's kind of fun to just sort of build. There's not a real hockey community over there yet. No. But... Mm -mm. Well, it's funny too, because like, um, <laughs> like you said that you didn't really look into it. I like, I read the post, like I read like the first paragraph of the post and I was like, ah, this is like a porn website. <laughs> it's like, this is, oh. exactly, this is exactly what they do on like webcam, <laughs> like girls do and whatnot. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly what they do. I don't know this system. <laughs> this is this is not it not unfamiliar to me. <laughs> God bless them, everyone. Of course. <laughs> so this is our last um Next podcast week. before Christmas. Yes, that is right. And we should yeah. start doing that. So yes. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. Yeah, it's night three. It is night three of the uh, Han Eka. So uh, the Jew winning is becoming more Jew-ish, <laughs> I guess. How, how, however works for you folks. Um, so yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas um, because we'll be recording again 
uh, maybe the day after Christmas, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, depending I'm on down. how the depending on how the uh, schedule I'm falls. Like, so yeah. the day after Christmas, so that's Boxing Day. This oh, Caps usually play that day. We can use actually no, they're off until the twenty eighth. So they have a oh, long, okay. they have a long cool. weekend. Um, so yeah. we can record again next Tuesday. Easy. Sounds great. Awesome. Awesome. I just it. my hair is in my face. I just uh, that's why I wear my that's why I wear so my took. Also because my hair looks like <laughs> ass today. Freaking, it looks great. I freaking know this is a greasy mess. It's terrible. <laughs> Mon chabot est terrible. All right, that's it. Oily. Thank Oily. you. Oh, it is. I'm leaving it. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Thank you all for listening. Have yourself thank a good you. night. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Oh, little town of beef and ham. Bye-bye. Have a safe and happy holiday season. Mm-hmm. Look up. Bye. Bye.